Show tiempo! Alex Padilla and Jordan Carruth, we are back, Jordan. Alex, we are back. The Lakers are almost back. They're back on Thursday. I feel like this has been an extremely long week for Lakers fans because so much has happened in the last seven days. As far as rumors and gossip goes, because they haven't played a game yet in a week. Right. No, what I mean is since we last did a podcast, Anthony Davis got hurt. Then he left the building. Then the Pelicans head coach called the team a dumpster fire or the situation, not Mm -hmm. the team. The Pelicans then fired their GM the next morning. Uh Anthony Davis has since added every single team in the NBA to his list, including the Boston Celtics. And now there are reports that the Lakers are privately concerned about the health of LeBron James. Yeah, and don't Where would forget, you like to start today? Don't forget that the Lakers also said that Luke Walton is safe for the rest of the season. That also Correct. happened during but the But will this be days. the final stretch for Luke Walton? And what you didn't also Lakers. talk about was all the tampering LeBron did during the All-Star break that I'm sure we haven't heard about yet. That is not tampering. That is standard operating procedure. Rules don't apply during All-Star weekend. All, LeBron said it himself. I'm with you. Yeah, and it's much better for the players. This is what we learned last week on the podcast. It is much better for the players to tamper than people in the front office because a player's maximum fine is like $50,000 for this. Magic Johnson does it. It's a half a mil. Yeah. So if you're going to tamper... Let LeBron tamper, and I hope he did tamper over the weekend. I do too, but like you asked me where I wanted to start, and I think I want to start with the report from The Athletic about the Lakers being slightly concerned about LeBron James's groin injury because I am not only slightly concerned, I am extremely concerned about LeBron James's groin injury because if LeBron James misses any more time, the season is over. There's 25 games left. LeBron James's groin is the most important thing heading for the rest of the season. You're right, Alex. LeBron's groin is the most important groin in the world. Absolutely. The Lakers' success down the stretch will all come down to the groin of one LeBron James. Two and a half games back, 25 games to go. They still have a couple games against the Clippers. They have another game against the Kings. Why do I bring up the Clippers and the Kings, Alex? Well, Well, let me tell you. Let me know. Tell me why. Well, Alex, it's because those are the two teams that are currently ahead of the Los Angeles Lakers in the standings. You know what? It's not an easy schedule down the stretch. And my goodness, I just started writing down questions of everything that came to mind for the next 25 games. And there are a lot of questions for this final stretch. Yeah, like you said, the strength of schedule for the Lakers is the ninth toughest in the league. And the two teams ahead of them, the Clippers 23rd and the Kings 21st. So... The Lakers have a tough task ahead of them, especially to come back. And uh, they're already what's starting two games behind, three games behind. So a lot to ask. But do you trust LeBron James or do you trust De'Aaron Fox and whoever the hell's left on the Clippers? Um, I trust LeBron James. I'm just hoping LeBron James is going to be healthy because you referenced that piece from The Athletic about the Lakers privately. Not so private anymore now, is it, Alex? having concerns about LeBron James's health. So in that report, um, it says that LeBron, yes, is averaging a triple-double since he came back from his injury. That's pretty good. But in that same report, they talk about LeBron James not exactly moving around the same way he did before this injury. And I will quote this next line for you. 
not engaging at the point of attack. LeBron James not engaging at the yeah. point of attack. What do you think about that? Yeah, I, I I noticed it too during the last couple games before the All-Star break that LeBron wasn't being very aggressive on the offensive end. He was trying to distribute more. Obviously, he almost is averaging a triple-double. But yeah, you can kind of tell that LeBron is almost taking a break or just easing back into it. And hopefully after this, you know, I know he didn't get a lot of time off, but he only that all star the all star game is not a con- competitive game, so I think he had a lot of days off of rest. Uh, I think that's very helpful for him. And you're right. I mean, the quote that you said it, it does concern me because I saw that too. I really do think that LeBron wasn't really going full 100, percent even though he's you know he's LeBron James, he could still put up numbers. But going forward in 25 games, we need playoff LeBron every single night. 30 points a game, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. Every night going forward, he needs to be absolutely King James. Do you agree with that? Oh, no question about it. He's got to be at his absolute best for the Lakers to get into the playoffs. So he was quoted after the All-Star game saying, now his mindset for the next two months, the only thing he will think about is the playoffs. It's the only thing he's going to be thinking about. Well, I started thinking about what it's going to take for the Lakers to get to the playoffs. And I feel like after watching that first half, We just watched like this wild play. We're at intermission right now. We're going to see how all the dust settles from what we saw happen in the first part of this play. And the first half was pretty much crazy for the Lakers. You had injuries. You had suspensions. You had LeBron James missing the most amount of games he's ever missed. You had LeVar Ball waking up right towards the trade deadline. You had everything that happened with the Pelicans. Like We've had so much happen, Mm -hmm. and it's not even the most important part of the season yet. It's all coming down to this final 25 games, this final stretch. And I have a feeling it's just going to continue to be as crazy as it's been this entire time because the Lakers haven't given me any reason to think like this is going to settle down. This is either going to be an incredible run where this team finally starts to click and they finally start to gel for the first time, or it's going to be uh, a, a team that you will see. I don't. With everything that happened at the trade deadline, if this thing gets even worse going down the stretch, I, I don't. I'm a little concerned what to think that might look like. Yeah, you kind of compared it to almost like an action movie is how I can compare it to the Lakers movie. It's like you settle in in the beginning of the year, and you're like, all right, what kind of movie is this going to be? And you're like, okay, the Lakers are in fourth place. Not this is actually going to be a pretty good movie. And then the twist: LeBron James gets hurt. And then because of a good action movie like the Mission Impossible ones, they don't only have one twist, they have two twists. Then you throw in all the Anthony Davis drama for another twist. And now we're in the stretch of, okay, we know the movie, we've seen the twist, now we got to go get the bad guy. And the bad guy is the playoffs. Will the Lakers get the bad guy at the end of this movie is the biggest question. And I know we're going to talk about a lot about LeBron James and the impact he needs to have, but I'm also very hopeful and and really hoping that Lonzo Ball comes back sooner rather than later because I was reading some numbers that with Lonzo Ball on the court, the Lakers are a top 9, top 10 defense, and when he's not, they are terrible. They're in the 20s, and they are not very good, and we've seen that. And we also heard Kyle Kuzma last week or two say that we kind of feed off Lonzo's energy defensively. And so I'm hoping that Lonzo is able to come back I'm hoping that LeBron goes full playoff. LeBron goes full King James. And I'm also hoping, because we can't get any more injuries anywhere else. We cannot lose Rondo for another broken hand. We cannot lose Brandon Ingram anywhere. Kuzma has to stay healthy. Everybody, the team has to stay healthy because they have that open roster spot that they haven't filled that they're probably not going to fill unless 
you know, I doubt they bring in Carmelo Anthony by now. It's just too short of a frame to throw in such a big wrench for me. They might bring up somebody from the from the G League, and we might see Andre Ingram for another 10 days or something like that. So I just think the guys that are on the team now have to stay healthy. LeBron has to play amazing, and Lonzo has to come back and get that defensive energy back up. Those three things have to happen for the Lakers to make the playoffs. Yeah, so I think like the big concern around the Lakers and LeBron's health with, with this report coming out on the from The Athletic is it's not so much that they're concerned that he is – faking like how how healthy he is I don't think that's the concern I think the concern really comes from the fact they know he's going to have to do so much in the next 25 games there is so much pressure on LeBron James in this final stretch and he's going to have to do things that I mean he's done it before and just like last year he was able to put in an incredible run down the stretch with Cleveland get him all the way to the NBA finals once again can he do something like that I don't see the Lakers in the NBA finals obviously this Mm -hmm. year but can he put together another finishing drive down towards the end of the season to get into the playoffs? Like that, that's the biggest question. I think the reason that that there are health concerns because he's going to have to just do so much. And if he's not exactly, and I don't think anyone believes he is at a hundred percent right now, like if anything does go wrong, because this is an injury that can linger and probably will for the rest of the season. If any, if there's any kind of slip up there, then, There's just no hope for a playoff spot. Yeah, but I also don't think, yes, I totally agree with what you just said. There is no hope for a playoff spot if the injury lingers and if he does get hurt again. Absolutely, 100%, zero chance a playoff happens without a healthy LeBron James. But if we assume that LeBron James is healthy, healthy enough, it's not an insurmountable, you know, gap between the Clippers and the Lakers. It's three games, and I know it's only 25 games left, but... Let's not forget, the Clippers just t- just did trade away Tobias Harris and, and some other guys, so that they don't have their best player. The Kings are a young, young team without LeBron James. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Lakers are a young team, but they have LeBron James. So that separates the Lakers and the Kings dramatically for me. So to me, it's not an impossible thing that the Lakers can come back and close a three-game gap on the L.A. Clippers. Absolutely, 100% not. They still play the Clippers two more times. They play the Kings one more time. So... It's all in front of them to go out and show that they can come back to that form that got them got them to fourth place before LeBron's injury in the first place. They've shown they could do it. They just need to go out and do it, Jordan. They just need to go out and prove that they can show that form from before LeBron James got injured. Yeah, and so here's what here's what's in front of the Lakers now as we go down to the final stretch. The stretch we just said, the most important stretch of the year, the most important stretch for LeBron James. This is what it all comes down to for the Lakers. Two and a half games back currently, 25 games to go. Alex, we brought it up a couple times now. You get two games against the Clippers, head-to-head, obviously important things to have. One game against the Kings, that's an important game. But it's not easy for the Lakers. Two and a half games, yes, that's something you can come back from, especially with LeBron James on your team. It's very much doable. But of the 25 games they have left, 17 of the 25 are against playoff teams. It is a difficult schedule going down the stretch. Mm-hmm. And it is pointed out in that same article from The Athletic and that was talking about the health injury or the health scare privately with the Lakers when it comes to LeBron James is not only are 17 of the 25 games that the Lakers have left against playoff teams, but the easier games, like the games that you would consider all right, Lakers should win, even though we've seen them lose a couple of those that you just assume they would win, like the Pelicans. They sub the Pelicans twice. They have Memphis, Phoenix, Chicago, the Knicks one more time down the stretch. So there are definitely easier teams to beat going down the stretch. But those games I just told you about are all on the road. 
And from what we've seen from the Lakers this year, they haven't exactly been strong on the road. In fact, they're pretty, pretty bad on the road. So easier games are on the road. Not exactly ideal for the Lakers. And then 17 of the final 25 are against playoff teams. Can they do it? Yes. Will it be easy? Absolutely not. Nope. And that's just, it's it's like a repeated record and all, but it really just goes down to LeBron James showing up and being that caliber player every single night. There are no, you cannot just leave like a game, like you can't lose to Cleveland anymore, you know? You can't lose those Hawks games anymore. Every game that you should win, you need to win. That's simple. Like it's just, that's just what it is. And, um, you know, I'm, there's, there's, and there really have, hasn't been any up, with Lonzo Ball either, which is going to be an important piece, you know. So well, the latest I've seen is what late February, early March, probably early March. Right. Yeah, that he was I, just running like with underwater or something like that like, in a pool, and this was like yeah, February. He's 11th. on. He's on. Uh, he's on a good pace. They say they like where he's at. Yeah. So you so don't I wrote sound down very... a bunch of questions for the final twenty-five games. I kind of. I'm just going to throw them, throw them your way, and if you have any thoughts, just let me know. Absolutely. You don't have to answer these. Okay. Um, so can LeBron stay healthy down the stretch? That's something we've already discussed, so we're good there. Uh, how much energy will it take to get the Lakers into the playoffs? And I, I think the answer is like a lot, <laughs> just because of everything we just said. Like this is not going to be an easy task for the Lakers, for LeBron James especially, on a weakened groin, Alex, to uh, get everything together and uh, make this final push, the most important push of the season. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to take a lot of energy from LeBron James. Like I'm going to emphasize that point as I possibly brought him for. We need that that energy every single night. Every night. I don't care who they're playing. Especially on Thursday against the Rockets. You know Harden's going to throw up like 50 points again. So you need that start to get, get going. You need that momentum early. So that energy is going to be very crucial. Yeah. I'm also wondering how LeBron James and B.I. are going to look going down the stretch too. Like how does that relationship continue to evolve? Still waiting for that one to yeah. click perfectly. Uh, you think we've heard the last of LeVar, LeVar Ball? Think we only get him at the trade deadline? I think he's gonna, think yeah. Commentary down the stretch. No, he's gonna shut up now because I think he only shows up when it's beneficial for the future of his sons. And right now, it's be- it, the the beneficial thing that he could do right now is for him to shut up. You know, like the last thing that his son needs, who he's not playing right now, is his dad to be out here bad mouthing. Unless they're officially out of the playoffs, I expect Lon- uh, Lavar Ball to be totally silent. What about you? Yeah, I'm not expecting to hear him again. Until the summer, he is in it. I mean, I give him. I mean, I understand why you know Shannon and Skip put him on. I understand why you know stations in LA put him on. He's entertaining, but you know, I'm not taking what he's saying serious. You know, so it's just a distraction, and it's just something that the Lakers don't need the last 25 games. Yeah, I think people at times confuse the fact that he's speaking for the Lakers, which he absolutely does not. Um, I wrote down like, when will this click? But that's something we really talked about last week. On show tempo. Yeah. Is this the final stretch for Luke Walton? I know he's supposed. I mean, he's reportedly safe. If they, if they, be the final part, final couple of months here. With I him. think that's a pretty simple one. I think if the Lakers miss the playoffs, I think Luke is gone. And I think if the Lakers make the playoffs, if the Lakers don't make the playoffs, excuse me, I think Luke is gone. And I think if the Lakers make the playoffs, I think he'll be brought again for another season. Will he survive next season? If it's as tumultuous as this one, I doubt it. But. I do think that if the Lakers make the playoffs, he will be back again next season. I wrote down, can they win on the road? They, uh, whether they can or can't, they need to. That's yeah. the only way they're getting to the postseason. Yeah. And um, you know that the quote that came from the Celtics not too long ago, like, this just, it's just not fun. We're not having fun. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Lakers are closer to that 
I don't think I don't know if we'll get there. I don't think I don't know if a quote like that will come out of the Lakers locker room this season. But I feel like we're closer to the someone coming out saying, you know what, like this is just not working like this. Just we're just not having enough fun out there. I feel like we're closer to that than things just gelling super well. And this is just like a dominant stretch. Yeah, I brought it up. Both are both are possibilities, but. I don't feel like we're that far away from the whole, like, this isn't fun commentary. Yeah, I brought it up last week. They look like they're not having fun. It's just simple. Like, when they were playing the Hawks, at one point, it's just like, God, they just look miserable. And they have to get past all the drama and all the BS that went through the uh, the trade deadline. They just have to get over it because this is a very fun team. When you look at the characters on this team, Lance Stevenson on this team. You know, you got JaVel McGee. You got Kuzma. You got LeBron. This is a fun team. But I, it's just unfortunate that all of that drama with the Pelicans was so public and this team is so young. They definitely had no idea how to deal with it. They just didn't. And they have to move past it. And I know Kuzma, during his uh, Futures All-Star Game press conference, he's like, I'm not answering questions about the trade deadline anymore. It's a week ago. Like, we're done. So hopefully that mentality you know, overtakes the entire locker room, not just Kuzma, but like LeBron and everybody like, hey, LeBron, you didn't get AD and you just played with all of these guys, but you got to move on. So, you know, in LeBron's career, it's kind of his career has gone the way it's wanted him to go. And for once this season, it didn't work out for him. He didn't get the guy he wanted to play for or with. So LeBron's got to move past it. Every single young guy, B.I. who never speaks, Kuzma, and when Lonzo comes back, they all have to move past it and they have to get that energy that fun, like the, those two questions that you asked, they kind of go hand in hand. The energy and the fun have to come back to the Lakers. It just has to. But you're right. Yeah, it needs to. It needs to come down here. But you're definitely right. Just, They're more closer to what the Celtics are saying than what than, than gelling. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, like it just feels like this is uh, you're waiting for this this engine to really start purring, and instead we've just had the check engine light on all year. Well, it's like you know when you have a check engine light in your car, it's like okay, when is this gonna car gonna stop working until I fix it? So yeah, is but that not every time are? that the check engine light comes on is it that serious. So they could be close to, you know, like this could be a really fun stretch. But the check engine light is definitely on. Whether how serious the issue is, well, I guess we'll find out here in the next 25. Yeah. And I mean, is it, are you done with your questions, by the way? I don't want to interrupt the, the questions. Oh, no, I, I'm done with questions. Okay. Because what do you think? No, I'm just saying that ever- that roster spot is still open, and is it going to get filled with anybody of name, or is it going to be a G League guy, or does that spot not even matter because it's just going to have this eight-man rotation, nine-man rotation, then we're going to go from there. Yeah, keep your options options open, right? Yeah, I mean, there's That's the approach. are you really going to bring in Carmelo Anthony right now with 25 games left and you're outside of the playoffs? What do you want to see Thursday night in Houston? I want to see a win. I want to see LeBron James score 30. I want to see Ingram and Kuzma both score 20. And I would like a comfortable win where they have a lead in the fourth quarter and they close out a game. I want to see like a genuine momentum shift because that Celtics win was great. But then they got defeated and they give 143 and 117 back to back. I'm pretty sure you're not going to keep the Rockets under 100 because they just can score, especially Harden. But I would love to see a LeBron 30 and then the two guys behind him just score 20. And Rondo just kind of maneuver the whole thing. I just really would love to see a, not not necessarily a dominant win, but a 
you know, a win where they have a lead in the fourth and they close it out and it's not like close and it's not nail biting and it's not overtime, which the Lakers love to do even when they have a lead. Yeah, obviously Lakers fans want to see a win Thursday. And I think what I really want to see from LeBron James is a little bit more health. You know, everything we just talked about with that injury, how he's not exactly moving at the same speed. Um, what's the line that they they used in the article? Not engaging at the point of attack. Alex, he's not engaging at the point of attack, man. So I want to see him engage at is, the point of attack. Is this like a Tiger Woods injury that one year where Tiger Woods glutes didn't activate? Is LeBron's groin not activating? Does he just need groin activation? I don't feel like I should answer that. I feel like that's something he should answer. I don't know if I would know how to answer that. It's a genuine curiosity question, that's all. It's a gen- you're just genuinely concerned for LeBron's groin? Le- yes, as many Fair. Laker fans should be. Yeah. No, it's fair. It's fair. Like, but that's what I want. You know, like you want to see, you have to see to have any real hope of something fun happening here down the stretch. You have to see LeBron James come out of the gates here and just look like his dominant self that we've always seen and not like 75%, not as aggressive as he normally is, dishing it off to BI instead of driving it himself, you know, kind of things we saw against Atlanta. So that's what I'm focusing on. I want to see a lot more aggressive hopefully healthier-looking LeBron James after this break. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I would really love to see it. And consistently, every single game, you know? It's 25 to go. Jordan, we've talked about what the Lakers need to do to get to the playoffs. We talked about what we want them to do. The question that we haven't answered is, will they do it? Will the Lakers make the playoffs? Yes, they will. Si se puede. And who's going to be... I mean, not who's going to be. So you think this is really going to be the Lakers are going to turn it around, they're going to make the playoffs, they're going to pass the Kings, they're going to pass the Clippers, and they're going to be in the eighth seed or they're going to be higher? Time will tell, Alex. You only asked if they're making the playoffs, so that's the question I'm going to answer. I mean, because, I, I mean. Get into the postseason. I've, I totally understand, but I'm just saying the Jazz are only four games away. So the Jazz are the sixth seed, the Spurs have the same record, then the Clippers. So, you know, it's amazing that the Spurs, man, they're just always in the playoffs. No matter who, no matter what happens, the Spurs are just always there. Speaking of the Jazz, they still uh, Lakers and Jazz play each other two more times. Oh, great! One in Utah, and then the uh, second to last game of the season is in LA. Lakers Jazz still play the Lakers. Warriors. Lakers still play the Thunder, the Rockets, Clippers. Yeah, it's gonna be like we said. It's not gonna be easy. No, but- and I know the Lake Show podcast talked about this earlier on today. The uh, well, they talked about every single game in the second half, right? But. The final stretch, like that final week, the final set of games for the Lakers, their final stretch at Oklahoma City, home against Golden State, road team against the Clippers, home against Utah, home against Portland. That's not an easy stretch. And those are going to be, you would assume, with what they need to do here in this final stretch, like those are going to be very impactful games for the Lakers. And I don't think any of those look very easy to me. No. Nope, it's not going to be easy, but I think that they're going to find a way to sneak into the playoffs. Will they win? A, will they will they win around a series in the playoffs? No, I don't think so because they're going to get stuck playing the Warriors most likely or the Nuggets, who are all of a sudden a really good team. So, uh, but like I said last week, it is crucial that the Lakers make the playoffs. Crucial. They need to make the playoffs. They need to show. Pen- There's so many good free agents, restricted, unrestricted free agents this summer. Like, you need to make the playoffs. Show these guys that you are on the way up. Missing the playoffs again for the sixth, seventh straight year, just like, 
maybe that's why the Lakers aren't getting all these free agents. I know they got LeBron, but it's crucial to me. I really believe it that it's crucial the Lakers make the playoffs to attract more names. And it's not just like the Laker brand and aura. It's actual proof. Like, look it, we're on our way up. LeBron missed 18 games. We still made the playoffs. So that's what I'm hoping. That's what I think they will do. And I think we will have a successful summer. I'm very, very positive today. Yeah, very positive. Way, way, you're making me uncomfortable. I'm not used to you being this positive about the Lakers at all. What do you think it would take? uh, There's obviously conversations around Luke Walton. It seems like we get an update on the head coach every week. What do you think it would take for uh, the rumors to start being directed towards Palinka and Magic about potentially losing their gigs? Like, Would it have to be we get through the summer, Lakers don't land another superstar to pair with LeBron, and then it starts looking like LeBron's ears are just going to be a waste in L.A. I think it's. Like, uh, think it's gonna I think we're still pretty. We're pretty far away from anybody touching Magic Johnson's job. Um, I've thought about the Palinka thing because, you know, they built this team. So to blame Luke Walton is the first step. So the first step would be to fire Luke Walton, and then if you go on the summer and you don't have a successful summer, I bringing in free agents, and then you struggle next season early on with Brian Shaw or Jason Kidd or whoever you hired, then the fingers start getting pointed at Rob Palenka. Like, you had three summers, and you're still struggling. You're gone. And I think Magic will be the one to fire him. I think Magic is safe for a little while longer because it's Magic Johnson. But I could see Rob Palenka getting fired next season if the Lakers struggle early on in the, in the season, if they don't have a successful summer after firing Luke Walton. Absolutely. Yeah, really. I mean, the Lakers' success this summer is a lot more important than their success the next 25 games. Obviously, Laker fans, like, we want the Lakers getting to the playoffs. You want to see them do well. And you just listed off all the reasons why you want to get back into the postseason. Maybe it makes you more credible with teams in free agency. But what Palinka and Magic do this summer is, I mean, it's it will determine LeBron James's Everything with the Lakers, his whole mm-hmm. time with the Lakers will be determined by what happens this summer. Yeah, and whether that's to trade for Anthony Davis, whether that's to sign a Clay Thompson or get a Kawhi Leonard or a Kevin Durant, I don't know. There's so many players or available. Kyrie or a Butler or right. any other guys. There's so many guys available that this is the summer. You have room for, was it two max guys? So, I mean, this is the it's summer, man. This is it. Like, this is uh, 25 games are important. And to me, I think it goes hand in hand. If you have a successful 25 games, I think you have a successful summer. If you don't, I think you ha- I think you struggle again in the summer. Yeah, and it just shows you, like, how important the next 25 games are. Because in certain ways, yeah, the summer is more important than the next 25. But the next 25 are going to determine mm-hmm. the futures for a lot of these players, mm-hmm. the future of your head coach, and essentially what's going to happen with uh, the whole time that LeBron's been with the Lakers. Like, the next 25 are very important because of individual reasons, head coaching and futures of certain players potentially getting traded after the year. But then it all comes down to this summer, who can you get with LeBron? So, yeah. it, I mean, it's just going to be fascinating for the Lakers for the next couple of months. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a, a thing that, that really no one's brought up, but I really hope that we get to see it as well. We haven't brought it up today. I mean, is that, um, you know, this is a good next 25 games for these young guys to show who they really are. You know what I'm saying? Like in last summer, they were coveted, they were hyped, and they were very tradable. Right now, they are not so coveted. They are okay to good players, and they're not that tradable at the moment, at least not individually. They'd have to be grouped together. So I think 
this final stretch of games will show the NBA what these players are. And in these players, they really got to kind of figure it out for them for themselves mentally. And I'm talking about Kuzma, Ingram, Lonzo. Those are the three. And then I know Hart's injured, but when he comes back, he's kind of in it too. Um, it's a big stretch for them, man. They really got to figure it out in themselves. Like, what kind of player are you going to be? Are you going to be one of those mediocre, you know, middle man, of the run? Man, is this a motivational speech all of a sudden? No, it's not. It's just I feel true. Like we need dramatic music. Cue up the dramatic music. You tell them. You want the dramatic mixtape song? No, please, no. But I really no. do think that this is like a big stretch for them. Like, what, regardless of what happens in the summer, where they get traded away or not, it's a they can make they can really make a name for themselves the next twenty five games if they show up. If Kuzma becomes that solid number two for the next twenty five games, that's great for his career. I mean, we look at we look at a player like D'Angelo Russell who's thriving away from from being traded away from the Lakers. Now he's thriving with the Nets, becoming an All Star. And I know there's not a lot of pressure on him over there to win. And I know he's not you know he's not in that limelight in L A. And I know it's weird to say because it's Brooklyn, but really they're not the Knicks. They're the, they're the Nets. So. Like, there's not a lot of pressure on D'Angelo. He's throwing up 30 shots a game. He's, he's become an all-star in a different way. So you can go and do that, or do you want to be an all-star in all this, a Los Angeles Laker and be playing alongside LeBron James when they're making these playoff runs? It's a big difference. Well, and, if they do make a trade, if they do trade one, two, any of these players, really, they really there's a lot on the line for the Lakers to figure out which of these players, and you're hoping at least one, if not more, are going to take a major step next year. Because there was obviously hope that one of them would take a major step this year, if if one of them really had stepped so far out that it looked like wow, there's something there could be something really special with one of these guys. Anthony Davis might be on the Lakers by now because the trade just would have been too obvious. But they're they're gonna have to wait, and not only are they gonna have to wait to see who does make that big step, is they're gonna have to get that right. Like you can't trade away the guy that is taking that big that big step, and you just weren't expecting it, and you held on to player X because you thought that player would be the one to take the next step, you know? Yep. Like, you can't trade away Ingram if Ingram's going to be the one that blossoms and you end up keeping Lonzo Ball, and Lonzo, I don't know, doesn't turn out to what B.I. could be, you know? Like, there, there's a little bit of a gamble there if you are going to trade any of those guys. There's so much riding on that. So it's just, it just, set, it just, it, it all goes into everything that's happening here in the final couple months of the season. Yep, and by the next time we talk, they'll have three games, and I really hope they're 3-0 after those three games, so... Uh, versus Houston at the Pelicans will be a very interesting game uh, in New Orleans. And then always tough at Memphis on Monday. So hopefully the Lakers come back from this uh, three games, 3-0, and and they get to some momentum going. And then we'll see what happens. But uh, it sounds like we're both on the yes train. Yes to the playoffs, Jordan. Alex, you're so positive tonight. What's happening? I just have been, like, very, uh, you know, tired of being negative with the Lakers. You know, it's just like, let me just – Sit back, be a fan, be hopeful instead of being so, you know, always pessimistic. And and obviously this season hasn't given me much to be optimistic about, but I'm just hoping that they turn it around. That's all. Just changing my mindset. I like it. I'm sending out positive vibes tonight. See how it works. I like it. Good mood, Padilla. Yeah. Even though the Lakers might be in shambles. (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yes to the playoffs. That's my final words. We'll talk to you next week. Talk to you next week, Alex. Subscribe uh, everywhere you can subscribe to this podcast, huh? Silverscreenandroll.com.